friends, your angels come in today saying that you are exactly where you're supposed to be. They want you to feel the presence of your angels surrounding you, radiating this unconditional love, positive energy towards you. They want you to imagine opening up your heart chakra, receiving all of the gifts, blessings, miracles that the universe, your spirit team is wanting to bring through to you right now. Friends, as you see this and picture this, just know that your angels are with you all the time and they really want you to get centered, get grounded, get rooted into the presence of them. If you want help with this, we have a new oneness course starting March 1st. You can go over to theangelmedium.com, go to courses, sign up for the oneness course. And when you do, we're going to give you 21 days of meditations with me that are going to help raise your vibration, help you get connected with your angels and really shake off any heavy energies that you've been floating in to really connect back with your soul self. And friends, we also have a new class of the Angel Reiki School starting March 1st. All of those details are over on the website, theangelmedium.com. Now friends, really tune in, feel your angels surrounding you. They love you so much and they want you to know you are perfect right here, right now. Here is today's episode. Hello, beautiful souls. Welcome back to the Angels and Awakening podcast. I'm your host and author, Julie Jancis. Friends, today we have Michelle here to tell her angel stories. Michelle, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. It's such an honor. Of course. Oh my goodness. Um, well, I know you have three beautiful angel stories to share. I'm going to have you take it away and share your first one. So my first story is about my cousin. Um, I had lost my cousin when I was 12 and she was about 12 years older than I was. So being 12 years old and losing someone, I had lost people before, but I, when you're 12, I feel like you're really learning about, like I was really learning about death and how precious life is because you're starting to come into that understanding. So when she had died, it was a pretty traumatic experience for our whole family. She was fairly young and it caused a lot of fear in me. And so much that I asked my brother, I have a younger brother, if he could stay in my room for about this went on for about a month. Every night he stayed in my room with me for that support and we kind of supported each other. So one night I have this dream and I've been having visitation dreams like since I was a little kid, but I never really understood them until this time. So she came to me in a dream and we were on a cloud and there was like a little bistro table, just two seats and a, and a table. And she was sitting there. And I remember, and this happens to me in every single one of my visitation dreams. I look at the person and I'm in shock that I'm even with them because I know that they have passed on. So I'm in my head trying to validate how are they here right now? And so for her, I was looking at her and I was in complete shock that she was there and so she sat me down and she said, I want you to know that um, I'm always going to be with you. I'm watching over you. You don't need to be afraid. I'm okay. Everything is okay. And 
she she left and I'm not exactly sure I remember exactly how it ended but I remember waking up that morning and looking at my brother and saying you don't have to sleep in my room anymore and I just felt at peace with her death and that I knew she was always going to be with me. I think that that's just so beautiful for so many different reasons but what I want listeners to see from this story is that we can say something to one another, but it's really when it seeps deep down into our being and we feel it and we know it to be truth, that changes everything. It's not just the auto mechanics of audio mechanics of just hearing something. It's really letting it seep down into your being where you trust it, you believe it. And um, I can totally feel that when she said, I'm going to be with you always. You just knew. Yeah, I knew. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Amazing. Okay. I'm going to have you share your next story. So my second story is another visitation dream. This time I was pregnant with my first son and um, I worked at a restaurant and I was working that day. This, sorry, this is in the dream. So I'm in the dream and I'm working at the bar and there's the bar is filled with people. There's so many people. So I guess I should backsplash or backspace, but my dad had lost his best friend. And um, so my dad lost his best friend and they used to have coffee together twice a week. They were both retired. They were really good friends. My dad's friend went to Australia and unfortunately um, he had a heart attack while he was scuba diving. And so I was pregnant with my first child and I was working at the bar and I had a dream and he had come in through the door and it felt like a tunnel vision between the two of us and everyone around us was talking, but I couldn't hear anything, but like focus on him. And again, I had the same thoughts. How am I seeing him? I can't believe he's here. I know he has passed on and I was in complete shock and I didn't say anything. And he came up to the bar and he ordered a rum and Coke and then he drank. I made it. He drank it. And then he went to go to pay and I still couldn't say anything. And I just kind of like waved my hands, like it's on me kind of thing, but I couldn't speak. And he said, I just need you to tell your dad one thing for me. And he said that, let your dad know that there is not seven steps to heaven, that I will show him everything he needs to know. So I woke up that morning and I was in shock because those visitation dreams are very, very vivid. And I was kind of nervous to tell my dad because I didn't know how he was going to react since it was like his really good friend. And I didn't know if he'd be emotional and it was still so fresh. So I told my mom and I got my mom to tell my dad. And then my dad called me a couple of days later and said, you have a gift. And I said, what do you mean? And he said, the day before my friend Dean went on his trip, um, I was explaining to him the seven steps to heaven. My dad, when he retired, he started reading the Bible. I think it, he kind of went, started his spiritual awakening and he was, he had read something. So he was sharing it with his friend. And he said, you would never have known that because 
I was at Tim Hortons. Like I wasn't at home where you would have heard something like this. And he shared that with you. And he's, he was like, wow. So how is he going to show me? (laughs) So it was really amazing. Yeah. So that's my second story. When was that? And has he come through to your dad at all to kind of like uh, show him more? I don't know my, and I don't know that my dad would be able to pick up on if he did like, but I feel like I went through a spiritual awakening and then I've been around that time. And then I've been sharing a lot of, I have clear knowing. So I just know, and I've been sharing a lot with my dad. And I think he might be, he might maybe have helped me know these things that I've shared with my dad or, knew I was going to be able to connect that way and share that information with him. But maybe he's just one of his guides now and watching over him from the other side. Amazing. Amazing. Not only that, but he, like, as you were talking, I really feel like your angels are telling your dad, it can't not be seen. Like, even though you might be a more clear channel, they're not going to allow him to miss what he's supposed to see. Okay. Yeah. And I feel like even just him knowing that his friend came through in that way was all the proof in the world that he needed to know yeah like where he's going one day too to the good place yeah yeah exactly (laughs) the only place (laughs) yes (laughs) that's awesome that's awesome michelle Real quick, friends, I wanted to let you know that Spirit has this project just weighing on my heart, uh, calling to me, where I think that there is a way that we can reach tens of millions of people with just so much hope and so much love and so much positivity, and I need your help. So Spirit said, Julie, you don't know what you don't know. Put it out there on the podcast. You need people to help you with marketing, social media. I'm pulling together a marketing social media committee. And even if you want to come on that committee because you're willing to just pop on once a day, like and comment in order to help this message get to more people, we need you. If you're willing to be part of this marketing committee, will you email me julie at theangelmedium.com, julie at theangelmedium.com, put marketing committee in the title. March 1st, we're going to get everybody together who's emailed in, send you an email with a meeting link and um, really get this committee moving. I love you so much, friends. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. I cannot tell you how much it means to me and your support. You've always supported me when Spirit has these um, just wild ideas that they channel in and they always take us to this beautiful place. So thank you for being here. Thank you for being you. And um, thank you for participating if this calls to you too. Now back to the show. Okay, I'm going to have you share your third story and then we can chat a little bit. So my third story, I lost my aunt in July, this past July, and um, she died July 7th, 2003. So July is the seventh month, the seventh day. And when you calculate the year, it's a seven. So she died on 777 and 
she is the seventh member of my dad's family to have passed. So my dad has lost five siblings and both parents. And she knew that I was um, very connected and very much into spirituality and all that. We shared so many stories and information with each other. So I knew when she passed, she was going to connect with me right away because she knew I would be so open to all of that. And so she instantly started giving me sevens. So one day I had to have uh, an, an appointment at the hospital and I was really nervous. And so I have my level two Reiki, but I think it was my level one at the time. So I did self Reiki on myself to calm my nerves because I was really nervous and then prayed to all my angels. And then I prayed to her specifically asking her to be with me um, just because I knew she would kind of know what I'm going through and I knew she would be there for me. So I go upstairs and I go to get ready for my appointment and my dog, I have a Husky. So she sees an animal on our property and she's looking out the window, get off my property kind of thing. So she was looking out the window and making grunting noises. So I go look and I see a turkey and then I look more and I see a whole bunch of turkeys. So I counted them and there were seven of them. So I laughed and I was like, oh, you turkeys, I know you're all with me today. So I get ready. I go to my appointment and I go and I'm, I'm sitting at the front desk and they're uh, ringing me in and putting my information through. And she, the woman's like, do you know where you're going? And I said, um, no, I've never gone to this type of appointment before. And she's like, OK, follow the green sevens. So I'm walking down the hall and I'm giggling and I said, thank you, Auntie Terry. Thank you for being with me today. <laughs> and then I get to my appointment and I felt really calm. And I was like, I know she's with me. And the nurse was absolutely amazing, which really helps. And then my appointment was done and I got in my car and I looked at the license plate in front and it said 777. Oh my! Goodness. And I just said, yeah, I was like, thank you so much. Thank you for being here with me. It was so, I'm so grateful that you're part of my angels and this journey in my life. Yeah. Mm. I mean, it's just so yummy and delicious. I love all of these stories. Um, <laughs> Michelle, I want to talk about a couple of different things. Um, one is, uh, do you guys just have the one kiddo and do you have the son? I have two kids. Does one, um, the younger one, the one-year-old have the birthmark? Yeah, it's like this little reddish mark that I keep seeing. He had a stork bite <gasps> and then he had has like one starting on his arm. So I'm not sure yet. Oh, interesting. It's interesting. Um, they keep coming in saying that uh, sometimes they're like, they show kisses, like they kissed the baby from the other side. Um, so when people talk about that, that's true. Sometimes they not only like hug the babies, but that little birthmark is like an angel kiss from our loved ones on the yeah. other side. That's interesting though, too. They talk about 2024 for you and your family, because we're just headed into it as you and I are recording this. They really want to open up your heart because there's a couple of different areas where you feel nervous, but you know that you're supposed to be expanding. And 
They said, just let it unfold at its own pace, but that expansion is coming and they just don't want you to worry about it at all. Okay. Does that make sense to you? It does actually. <laughs> okay. And the, the angel kiss. Yeah. Um, it's funny that you say that because my cousin Rona, when my youngest was born, he pointed at a picture of her and said her full name, not her last name, but her, her first and middle name. And then one, like fast forward a couple of years, I was having a really rough night and I woke up early that morning and I went for a run and I was listening to a song and in the song, it said, I'm starting to lose faith. Someone give me a sign. So I looked up at the sky and I said, please, someone give me a sign. And my aunt texted me like five minutes later telling me that she thinks my cousin Rona um, gave me my babies. Oh, it's funny that you said that. Yes. Yes. Well, it's not only that, but you know, I was just talking about this expansion there. They keep talking about, and they said that this is for everybody listening today. I really do think that they have people listen on days where they really need the message. They said that there's a couple areas that your angels are talking to you, right? Saying, whispering visions or different ideas or creativity of different ways that you could go in your lifetime. And you keep kind of batting them away. Like, I don't know if I could do that. I don't know if I have time for this. I don't know if I have energy for this. And when we shut down to those or say no, even just within our own minds, it stops the idea from growing within us and expanding within us. But there's a few things for this next year. There's also this book that they keep showing me. Like if you see yourself writing, even if it's five years later or 10 years later, don't swat it away. Don't bat it away. If they keep showing it to you, it's because when it's the right time, it will just feel right. But you have to be marinating in the energy of it in advance to get used to the idea. Okay. Yeah. Has that ever come to you, writing? Yeah. Um. Actually, I thought of writing a book like a... Um, about different types of relationships that you can have. Yeah. Or I was thinking about writing a book about the different meditations that I've experienced. Amazing. Amazing. Two, yeah. those might be your first and second book, right? Mm -hmm. Yes. Allow yourself to really daydream about that because they said, as you accept and embrace, even though we don't know how hard it might be or what it might look like, but we say, all right, God, if this is the way you want me to go, show me the way. That as soon as we say that, they're able to bring the people, the circumstances, the opportunities, the timing all in and it just flows. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. Yay. <laughs> I'm so excited that you're here and I'm just so excited for all that's um, coming up for you. Thank you so much for sharing your story. And thank you so much for having me. Yay. Friends, we'd love to share your story. You could submit them over at theangelmedium.com. Also follow me on Instagram for daily angel messages. Love you so much, friends. Have a beautiful, blessed day.
Friends, your angels asked me to do a little teaching here at the end of each episode in February about manifestation because they say that when it comes to you co-creating within your own life, you're missing a step. That 98% of humanity is missing this step. So they want to give it to you. But first, I want to let you know something. I wish I would have called the Angel Reiki School the Angel Reiki Mediumship School, but that name was too, too long, right? Um, Friends, the Angel Reiki School is not just a place where you learn Reiki energy healing. In fact, it's really not about learning energy healing at all. The Angel Reiki School is the place where you go to develop your gifts in mediumship, being able to bring through angel messages from the angels to other people, to learn Reiki and other energy healing modalities, and to learn how to, if you want, don't have to, a lot of people come through the Angel Reiki School simply to build out their gifts, to understand their gifts, develop their God-given unique spiritual gifts to the max. But a lot of people also come through the Angel Reiki School to develop a business of their own and to get that certification so that they know what they're doing when they're working with other people. Friends, an entire new uh, class of the Angel Reiki School begins March 1st online. If you are looking to go through the Angel Reiki School, now is the time. Sign up for a discovery call with me. The link is in the show notes below. I'm going to help you get where you want to be as a healer or with your own unique spiritual gifts in the Angel Reiki School. All right, friends, here is the deal when it comes to manifestation. Spirit is saying right now, they just keep flooding in this message that 98% of humanity looks to manifest, right? Like they want to manifest something. They know that they want to go in a direction. They get that clarity on that direction. They create the vision board. They see it within their mind. They're visioning it within their mind. And then they stop. That's where their efforts stop. And the angels say there is a huge piece to this puzzle that you are missing. So that piece is when you vision, you have this clarity, I want to do X. You get the vision, you create the vision board, whatnot. It doesn't stop there. That's when we activate our intuition even more. Um, Prayer as well. The angels always say prayer and intuition are really the same thing. They're both forms of communication with the other side. And when you activate that intuition, you're asking God, universe, source, what's the next step for me? What's this first step that I need to take in order to work towards this goal that I have for myself, my life, my family, um, my career, whatever it may be. And as you pray, you hear something back from the other side and it's just a first step. All right. And when you hear this first step, what a lot of people do is ask the other side for more signs. We ask for like complete clarity, but it really is this first step that, you know, okay, we pray, we hear this back, do this. That first thing that we're supposed to go do 
is something that we choose to do or not with our own free will. So if you go act on it and you go do that one thing, what happens? As you're in the energy of actually doing what spirit asked you to do, you get the next piece of the puzzle. But you cannot get that next piece to the puzzle unless you take the first step. You pray, you hear back, go do this. And you're like, hemming and hawing, do I do it? Do I not? Do I do it? Do I not? Go do it. Your angels say, go do it. Because when you do it energetically, it opens you up to the next step after that. And when you take action on that next step, it opens you up to the next step after that. This is what I mean when I say that some people are either crawling, walking, or running with God universe source. For some people, it takes them six months to get up the courage to go do that one thing that they're they're hearing back in their prayers. Go do this. Takes them six months to have the courage to go do that. For some people, it takes an entire year. For some people, it takes 10 years for them to get the courage to go do that one thing. And then we look around, right? And I'm not blaming or shaming anybody. I'm just trying to give you an example so that the angels can communicate with you better. What happens is then we look around when things aren't happening for us and we go, why? God, why? Why isn't it happening for me? Why aren't things coming through for me? Because you are crawling with God. And sometimes we're not even moving. We're not even taking that first step. There are some people who learn, all right, I'm going to go in this direction. I've got this clarity. I want to write a book. Okay, God, universe, source, I've got the vision. I want to write the book. What's my first step? And the angels come in and say, or God, universe comes in as you're praying and says, go read this other book. Go take this class. Go talk to this person you know. Go send this email. Go ask this question. Go research this. And you go to yourself within your own mind. You go, nope, that's not the answer. And so you delay. There are some people who don't do that. There are some people when they get that prayer within their mind, that answer within their mind, they go, all right. I'm going to go do that. I'm going to go read that book. I'm going to go talk to that person. I'm going to go ask that question. I'm going to go send that email. I'm going to go make that phone call. And as soon as they do, they're in a new energy as they're taking the action. And as they're taking the action and they're in this new energy, they get a new piece of information. And they go, okay, God, what do I do now? And God, universe source goes, go do this. So they go do it. And then they get to that next piece and they go, what do I do now? And they hear back through their prayers, go do this. And so they go do that. Friends, this is where people start running with God, universe, source. So five times a day, 10 times a day, a hundred times a week, they're following God's directives. They're not hemming and hawing. They're just following the loving, positive messages that they're receiving through their prayers, through their intuition. And so when I look at the energy of a person who goes, Julie, why isn't it happening for me? Versus other people who are running with spirit, what you're seeing is actually a mathematical number of 
these are how many directives one person has gotten from God Universe Source that they've followed through on. And this other person over here has followed through on 5,000 within one year, whereas another person is waiting to take action on one. And again, friends, I'm not blaming, shaming, trying to create a negative energy within you at all. I'm trying to show you what happens when you're living a spiritual life and running with spirit. So I know this is a long enough intro. Listen to it a couple of times. I'm only going to leave it up in February. And I want you to pause right now and I want you to tune in and I want you to pray. And I want you to say, God, universe, source, what's my goal? Where am I going? And once you have clarity on that, ask, what's the first thing I need to take action on? What's the first thing I need to do? Go do that, friends. That is going to help you run with your angels and it is going to take you to living a life far beyond your wildest dreams. You're going to be shocked. And I want you to write into me and I want you to let me know when you start to see a difference in your life because you're following this method. I love you so much, friends. Have a beautiful, beautiful, blessed day and I'll see you back here this week. Love you.